diary. It is October 27th, 2023, and I wrote today. Hello all, it is I, Rainbow, back again today, and here I have an interesting one for you. For once, I am actually listening to my past self and talking about something that I said I would talk about. Hooray! So today we're going to be talking about something that I noted on my personal character sheets. Now, if you don't know, I have my own personal version of a character sheet. And if you want to hear the main um, parts of it, go ahead and go back to podcast. I believe it's either episode two or three. Um, It's a part of a double feature, I believe, one of those double features, where I will list out basically all of the main points that I put on a character sheet. But today, I wanted to talk about something specific on there, and that is motivations and fears. Now, a lot of other writers and authors, successful authors out there, have called these two points by different names. But at the end of the day, um, these have consistently been the two main factors for your characters in character-driven stories. Now, I do have to specify that it's character-driven stories because there's a lot of stories out there that aren't character-driven necessarily. You know, the characters are a big, important part of them, but they're not necessarily the reason why things are happening. And even in a lot of character-driven stories, they often aren't the reason why it's happening in those ones either, but these are very important to the story. So just keep it in mind, everything is highly customizable, and you may not be able to see um, examples of these in every single story that you read. But anyways, moving on. So I'm first going to start with motivations. So every character has some sort of motivation. Think about it in real life as well. In real life, most people have a motivation. Um, For example, My motivation um, right now is to become a successful author, publish my first book, become a successful author, and make lots of money off of this hobby-turned-career, because, you know, I think it would be very fun to um, go into a creative business for my life, and, you know, I would love to see my characters be shared with the world especially when I have control over things such as the diversity within the cast. So that is my main motivation. And the reason why I say main motivation is because there's actually a few different types of motivations that you can put down on your character sheet. Um, The first one is the main motivation. We have the main motivation and its two subcategories, the surface motivation and the deep motivation. And then we also, on the other side of things, have minor motivations. So yet again, using the example of myself, minor motivations would be to get a girlfriend, to um, own my own home, to, uh, or motor home, I should say, to pamper my cat endlessly, um, to do good work at the job that I currently have, um, a a, a job job, I work at a pizza shop, Um, all of these other things would be considered minor motivations. They are not the main thing driving a character, but they may also be other things that the character wishes to achieve, 
or succeed in throughout the story and may actually get these points done before their main motivation. Um, so yeah. And then we have surface and deep motivation as part of the main motivation. Now, why do I have these subcategories? Well, oftentimes characters and stories are lying to themselves or are trying to cover up the truth. Now, why you may ask? Well, for all sorts of reasons that may or may not include the backstory or something that just happened in the beginning of our story, like five minutes ago. Um, but usually there's some backstory reason as to why they feel the need to cover up their main, their deep motivation with a surface motivation. Let me now pull out a um, fictional example of surface motivation versus deep motivation. Let's say, for example, a character is some sort of super spy working with the, working in a in a part of the government full of super spies doing all that sort of stuff. Um, and they may see say on the surface their surface motivation for being a super spy and going on these dangerous missions and risking their life and things would be to do what's best for the world, to fight for the greater good, you know, to help protect the innocent. Something that may feel more generic like that. Whereas the deep motivation could be something that is linked to their backstory um, just a tad bit more. Oftentimes the surface motivation and the deep motivation are very much linked um, together. It's just that the surface motivation does not give the full story that the deep motivation does. Oftentimes, we only get to hear the true deep motivation towards the climax of the movie. Um, or when the characters are finally truly opening up to each other, and we finally get to see it, see it and hear it. So, for this example, the d deep motivation would be to... Um, to help protect the innocent, like my brother, who died 15 years ago, who I am still avenging till this day. Now, of course, it doesn't necessarily have to be framed in such a first-person perspective like that, but you get what I mean. So, like I said, these two are often interconnected, and um, like I said before, the character may even be lying to themselves about it. Um, for example, just off the top of my head, we let's say we have a main character who um who presents as straight cis and cisgender and all of these different things um who throughout the story is trying to find their best friend who is also of the same sex gender all of that good stuff. And throughout the story, the surface motivation for this main character is that they really, um, they're really close with their friend, and they really care about their friend and miss their friend, and, you know, they've been friends for years, I keep saying the word friend a lot, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to keep it generic, um, but yeah, so, you know, they're just trying to get their friend back because they miss them and they care about them and whatever else going on in the plot of the story makes them very worried about their well-being and um, whether or not they've been kidnapped or hurt or whatever it is behind them being missing. Whereas the deep motivation 
could be that um, the main character actually finds out that they're gay or bisexual or pansexual and have actually been in love with this friend for um, maybe not necessarily a long time, but um, it's definitely established that there could be a romantic spark there at the beginning of the story, um, the story of the present day, I mean. And um, it turns out that they were a part of the LGBTQ plus community in some way and were just stuffing down their feelings or ignoring them because um, they were raised um, to, you know, hate the queers or something of that nature. Um, Yet again, um, as you will have noticed in a trend, if you've been listening to the last few podcasts, I often bring up a lot of... um, pride examples so um there you go you know if that if that intrigues you at all or inspires you at all there you go um so yeah and as i've said before the lgbtq plus perspective is just one i know well because oh look it's me the local queer um so yeah there's there's that (laughs) but yeah so surface motivation and deep motivation. So, um, I feel it's important to have both of these, and like I said before, oftentimes they're just gonna naturally be connected to each other, whether or not the character's lying to themselves, or just lying to other people, or just stuffing down the truth, whatever it might be, usually they're connected. Maybe not, maybe not so directly as you know, in certain examples out there, you know, maybe they're more loosely connected, like in the examples that I just gave, or they're more, or that I just gave, or maybe they're more tightly connected, you know, there's definitely a few different ways you can play it, depending on the type of character and story and things like that. Then, on the other side of things, we have fears. Now, yet again, there is a surface fear and a deep fear. This is the other driving force behind a character. The motivations of a character are usually some sort of goals that they want to succeed in. You know, they're moving towards something. um, Usually, a lot of motivations tend to be physical. Like, maybe they're trying to attain an object or, like I said, find a missing person. You know, something physical. Whereas the fears move them um, in a direction that's not only negative but also move them in a more emotional direction. The uh, motivations tend to be physical, whereas fears tend to be emotional. Um, But both of these are usually present in character-driven stories. Now, like I said, there's a surface fear and then a deep fear, and this can often be closely intertwined with the motivations as well especially in the previous um, LGBTQ plus example I give, you know, the surface fear would be um, that people think the main character's gay or bisexual or something like that, whereas the deep fear would be actually being gay, bisexual, you know, fill in the blank, and um, having to deal with those emotions and feelings. And then... The very last thing is the character's arc. The character's arc revolves around both motivations and fears, but in different ways. 
where motivations um, usually get achieved, and um, even if they don't, it doesn't feel like such a huge loss, because on the other hand, you have what happens to fears. Fears uh, being the main fear, um, I forgot to mention that earlier, we are talking about the main fear here for the moment. Um, fears, and usually the main fear throughout the story, is usually solved by the end, or maybe even the climax of the movie. Usually the climax or the end. Um, I think more, uh, more often than not, though, it's usually the climax. But, yeah, so this character development that happens throughout the story leads to them losing whatever fear that was. Um, whether it be, like I said, the fear of actually being a part of the, the Pride community, or, you know, the fear of failure, or the fear of being all alone, or whatever it may be in particular, um, this fear is dropped as they uh, achieve whatever they're meant to achieve. If it's an action-adventure action um, book, they will have defeated the villain, or whatever villain stand-in there is. Um, if it's a romance, they will have gotten together with their partner, you know, just all sorts. There's a lot of other examples, it's just those are the main two genres I, um, I uh, tend to engage in, just in general, so sorry there's not a whole lot more examples than that. Um, but you get, you get my meaning. If it's a character-driven story, there will be um, motivations, fears, and then, of course, the character arc, where we get rid of that main fear. And the character gets the chance to even admit them, admit to themselves and to others what their main fear truly is. And what their main motivation truly is, if it's attached to that, you know. Oftentimes, part of the fear is the fear of telling the true or deep motivation that they really have. So, yeah. These three things are very core to any character-driven story, and um, you can add to your character sheets what the main motivation and main fears are, and, you know, the surface and the deep stuff and all that stuff. And, of course, any minor fears or motivations they may have. Um, the only thing is I wouldn't try to map out a character arc in a character sheet because that's more reserved for um, the outline for your book slash plotline, um, what happens there. And also it can be highly flexible how exactly the problem, uh, the main problem fear is solved and how exactly they get the um and how exactly they achieve the motivation they set out the story with so it's very flexible how these goals are usually achieved so don't worry about it if your book as you're writing the first draft or second draft or whatever draft it is um if you have to change some stuff up in order to you know either make it better or or achieve your true vision versus what you wrote down because that's what made sense at the time versus, you know, whatever other reason you may have for changing things drastically. 
And like I said before, um, don't be afraid to drop that main motivation in a lot of stories out there, um, especially if it's a physical object or some sort of item, it usually, um, in a lot of points, it doesn't get achieved. And even when it does get achieved, it's usually overshadowed by the character arc in and of itself. So don't feel too bad or too worried if that doesn't get achieved. Now, it's slightly different if it's um, a character getting kidnapped kind of example. Um, I feel like that's one of the few things that just, uh, one of the few motivations that can't just go away unless the character dies or something of that nature. So um, for those kinds of plots, I would think it out a little bit more whether or not you want to keep that as the main motivation for a character or not. I'm currently giving it a try, but I'll let you know whether or not I stick with that at the end. Um, so it's it's one of those things where you, you've really got to think about how much the story may change in the future and whether or not it's a good idea to keep trying to find or rescue a person as the main motivation. Um, like I said, you can drop you can drop an object uh, uh, so very easily. It's just an object. It's just an item. It doesn't really matter most of the time. But a person, I, I feel like in a lot of stories, matters just a wee bit more. So yeah, keep that in mind. Anyways, I will be seeing you all old and new to this podcast channel in the next one.